Hey everybody, uh, we we're about to do the show, and uh, we actually we just finished yep. the show, and we I did, realized we didn't record this thanks, afterwards. Thank we're you for listening. <laughs> and I and I realized, uh, oh my god, I, I'm terrible at plugging things. I'm gonna bill you guys an extra five bucks for the editing. You forgot to compliment. So Mike uh, is going to be a, a real doll, and hopefully this is the beginning of the program. Yep. And, and it, he will start it. with me going, Anderson. You got any shows coming up? Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. In, I, in fact, I do. I only have five private screenings left of Groupers, uh, Mike. Thanks What's for asking. That? What's Groupers? It's a feature film that I made. And uh, when you say up feature, next, what does that mean? It means full length. Tyler, what, what are you talking so, about? It's about a feet fetish. It's over feature ninety fetish. minutes. It's over ninety minutes. What do tickets cost? Uh, they cost twenty five dollars. Get all the information over at AndersonCowan.com. And uh, I will be in Portland this uh, Saturday and Seattle this Sunday. That's the 18th and 19th of, of August. And September 9th, it's a matinee day, matinee show, Ooh. Sunday in Phoenix. I'm a little bit worried about that show. It's I'm gonna not be there. selling well at I'm, all. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely planning on coming out there unless something comes that up awesome. that prevents me from going. But I right am absolutely. Now, I got a ton of emails from Phoenix saying, you got to come to Phoenix. So I, I listened. And then you got a ten email saying, we're busy that now day. Now there's very few people. I've got a few Our people very saying, flat city. Oh, I watch football. That's what TiVo's for. Or it's CBRs. too hot to watch a movie. So yeah, come out of the heat. It's a it's a it's an early show on we're a all, Sunday. Time we're is all the busy watering our flat lawns. I want to say it's like two. I think okay. two in the afternoon. Okay. Maybe three. We're driving on our 15-lane freeway. AndersonCowan.com will show you all that. Uh, I have all the, and you can get the tickets there as long as you're approved and you're, you're it's a private screening. So thank you very much. Uh, it's been really great. Uh, we've had yeah. about 80 percent some sellouts. So uh, uh, I'd love to see you in Portland, Seattle, or uh, Phoenix, and then we got Boston in October, and then Santa Ana way down the road in November. But only five left, and it, the film won't actually be released to the public until sometime next year, like <laughs> spring at the earliest, probably. So this is your, your only chance to see, be one of the first wave to see the film. Yeah, let's do it, man. Thank you, guys. And that's awesome that you're coming out, Mike. Yeah, I'm I absolutely... I'm, Are you driving there? So, yeah, I am driving because I want to go to Tucson. Well, I want to go to Tucson afterwards. You want to fly to Sky okay. Harbor? But if you want me to drive you out there, no, and then I'm you can save out. on the fl- yeah. But I can drive you out, and you can fly back. I've already got to use the miles, and it's un. I can't okay. refund them. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, now, now enjoy, <laughs> enjoy, enjoy our free enjoy our, show. Our, our our jazz. Our, you know what? Uh, Last week's show was pretty funny. I don't know if it's because I was sick. I was giggling. I listened to it back. I, I, I did see some positive comments. We'll see what they are about this week's show. Oh, geez. Yeah. We're on the other side, though. We're, they don't know. What? But we know. Yeah, yeah we already yeah. know what happened. We already know the fun, right. fun facts, <laughs> the big laughs. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Oh, it didn't record. Here's the problem with having a smart wife. Mm-hmm. She doesn't exist. Hey! <laughs> okay, we're all, we're all okay, going well, way we into the red. We shouldn't do that anymore then. We just won't get enthusiastic this episode. Okay, so I'm no watching... One, no, back off the enthusiasm. I'm watching the uh, the latest episode, the season of uh, Orange is the New Black with the, with the wife, gen- right? So far, she's a genius. 
and uh, she's not that into the show. Mm-hmm. I'm much more into it than she is. Yeah, well, I, I have a hard time letting things go. Like she'll be really into a show, mm-hmm. like really into a show, and then like she'll see a couple episodes she doesn't like. Eh, she's over it. Yeah. So that's what she wanted. She wants to give up on Orange is the New Black because last season, agreeably, was awful. It was it's probably it was, a meeting she can go to. I, th- I don't think not I watched a, last season. Not a good season last season, but uh, I still love enough of the characters that I want to see if they get back on track. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So she's kind of begrudgingly watching with me over the weekend. Which always makes for an enjoyable viewing experience. Right. Like when you can tell the person mm-hmm. on the other couch is like, I always love enjoying a, a fine movie next to somebody who's miserable. She's, you know, she's half watching it while playing stuff on her phone and checking yeah. Facebook yeah. and Twitter. Is, and is it annoying you? Because that would annoy the shit out of me. A little bit, but yeah. I, you know, I'm just enjoying the show. And uh, she's, she's literally on her phone probably for about 50% of the show. Okay. So we're like four episodes in. Yeah. And there's this woman sucking on a lollipop. Mm-hmm. And oh, I say, yeah. wow, that's really good casting. That must be the chick's mom who had the Burt Reynolds poster. And I remember when the Burt Reynolds poster scene happened because like, they're selling horse. They're selling heroin in the library. These two uh, inmates, right? Okay. And I remember the, when that was happened. Was the Cosmopolitan Centerfold? I don't know, Michael. Was he naked on a rug? No. And I look over and Jillian was definitely on her phone during that scene. Mm-hmm. And I say this, I say, oh, it's really good casting that looks like, you know, just like that girl, but growing up. And she says, it is. The scene you're thinking of was a flashback. And I'm like, oh my God, you're right. That makes sense. So she with was the, watching? With the Burt Re- Reynolds She's got super poster. She just, she only half pays attention and oh still picks God. up more than I pick up. When you said shit. she wasn't paying attention, I was hoping that the phone rang and someone's, and she answered and someone said, hey, ready to take the orange is the black new quiz? She doesn't know this. At that moment, I was thinking, how do I get out of this relationship? Because I, I don't like feeling yeah. stupid all the time. Exactly I need to be the smart correct. one. Correct. That's what I was saying. I need to be the get smart out. one. Absolutely. I hate, I hate yeah, it. Yeah, what oh. about Atticus? What if he's the smart speaking one? Speaking of Atticus, speaking of orange is the new black, here's mm-hmm. something else that happened. He's going to prison. I think it was episode three. Episode after, three after the operation. Uh, one of the uh, actually, you know, the actress. Uh, mm-hmm. She plays a, a junkie on the show. Yes, I do. Um, Natasha. I've had breakfast with her a couple times. She's one of my favorite characters, and uh, I love her. Her dad comes in and, and on the show, and he's got a new wife now because he's he's always being married. And uh, they casually drop the fact that uh, her dad named one of his new kids Atticus. Wow. The next episode wow. or later that episode. She yeah, does a callback, Zach, and she's 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 picking fights with with her dad as she always does, mm-hmm. and she says, "Look, what you say has no relevance because you named your kid Atticus." Uh oh. <laughs> and I, Jillian, and I both look at each other <laughs> and we're annoyed, right? <laughs> and then Jillian brings up the fact that Piper is the name of yes, the co-creator of the show. Yes, Piper and Genji are the two that are responsible for that. And Genji was the writer of that episode. Genji has no fucking right to be making fun of anyone's name. No, well, and Piper she, has no another, right but to But another stand writer by. could have written it, and he, they. No, it was Genji wrote. Genji, Genji wrote. Genji should, didn't choose should, her own name, though. You should pen a, a strongly worded letter to the network. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. Dear Mister <laughs> Netflix, <laughs> I uh, I've been Dear to like Clam Oz. I probably I don't f- appreciate five movies with. That was a Bill Burr joke. Before anyone uh, gets yeah. upset with me, yeah. In case you think he stole it, yes, I just do. get credit where credit is stole due. Stole it for two as seconds. we do. Constantly on this show. You're at a show, what, Michael? I've been to probably five movies with our mutual friend Anna David. I've mm. been to five, <clears throat> and three of them. About an hour into it, she went, "This movie sucks. You want to leave?" What were the movies? And I was completely into Whoa. it. What right? were the movies? And Anderson loves films so uh, much that you're, you're that gonna, was so <laughs> terrible for him to hear. You're gonna lose your shit. 
Oh no! One was terrible, but I'm like, we're we're too far in. What were they? One was the one about which the group or screening she goes to? Hasidic Jewish woman who whose girlfriend comes home. Doesn't sound like a movie I would see. It was it was terrible. What was it called? I cannot remember. It was a one word name. Hasidic Jew woman waits. Hasidic Jewish girl goes back to her hometown for her dad's funeral, and she's shunned by everybody because she split and because she was gay. Mm. So. She hooks up with her two best friends. One is a female that was her ex-girlfriend, and she finds out her ex-girlfriend is married to her best friend, mm-hmm. and she can't understand. What? It. Okay, I, if I don't know, context, point is, point movie. is, they of course they end up having a little affair, mm-hmm. and it's the most unromantic, unsexual lesbian film. What movie is this? I cannot remember. When this year? There's one scene where she's on top of the other girl and they're spitting in each other's mouth, like yeah. drooling. And mm. I was like, this is such a turn off. It's not oh, even I a heard about on. this. A lot of fingering. So Wait, this uh, is I this year, right? Two fingers up. Yeah. <laughs> the other one the other one that comes to mind was about forty five minutes into the Mr. Rogers documentary. She's like, This what? movie sucks. Let's go. Okay, so there's something wrong with this woman. And she goes, We can go watch the Beyonce movie or the Whitney Houston movie. And just come in no. late for that one. And I was like, no. I don't want to. So she's got like some ADD going on or something's by wrong the, with her. By the end of the movie, she went, that was pretty good. So Oh, she did stick around? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's my favorite movie this that year. It's a pretty good movie. I absolutely adore that movie. Pretty good movie. Pretty, he was offered $5 PGM. million dollars yeah. by Netflix. And he said, no thanks. I'm going to try theatrical. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. I'll say. In the membrane. No pun intended. Learn that no from pun. My, that's why. Learn that from my buddy Grant. <laughs> Who uh, lives up in uh, Vancouver? He's, he and his wife are filmmakers. Did he get some free money? Who? His name's Grant. That's really funny. <laughs> very very funny. <laughs> you guys. What were the other movies that she walked I, out? I of? honestly can't. We didn't walk out. Oh. But she would go like an an hour in. Let's let's go. This sucks. I'm like I don't really do that mm. unless it really sucks or unless there's someone chewing behind me. Or if it's too cold, too hot, too loud, or I'm on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Let's talk about your show. Mike, uh, Mike just made a pained face for the viewers. Do you not want to talk about your show? For the listeners at home. I'm glad it's over with. That was a weight on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. I realized the power of the human mind when you psych yourself up so much knowing it's going to suck. Why would suck. this take this long for you to learn that? Well, I could not get myself out of it. I tried. I tried meditating. I tried all kinds of things. But how do you say you realize the power when you've been through this like probably a dozen times? I thought by the time I got on stage, I would snap out of it. I really did. I thought. Well, it seemed like you did. I didn't. I was stuttering. I couldn't think of a story. I started to tell the uh, massage parlor story and then realized. No, you told the whole story. Mm-mm. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, yeah, you did. I left a big one out. Uh, eventually, uh, essentially, you told the whole story. I mean, you got to be a, a more. It's like you you told everyone that there's a donut and you didn't tell them the, about the hole in the donut, but we all know the hole's there. Yeah, yeah. Nope. <laughs> I told. I was like, wait, what? What massage story did Mike have with a donut? I left. A, I left a big <clears throat> massage story out, and, uh, and I started panicking about it. Did you have any idea what you wanted to talk about that night? No, and and that's where I went totally wrong. Why? Why did you not have any idea? I feel what like you wanted to I feel talk like about? over a month Having ago, an you... issue right now. But don't worry, it, I should be completely fine and better sooner than later because I started doing EDMR. Oh, yeah. So you talk go about to Tiesto and it's pretty concerts, great. It's pretty. Right? It's pretty great. I think uh, when I once I buy the machine and start becoming my own therapist, which is very soon, I think uh, you guys are going to want to try this thing out. It really how, works. How does that work? It's a it's a left brain. No, how does a you be in your own therapist work? 
I don't know yet. I haven't figured that part out yet. Mm. But is there, taking, is there a, mirror, an online course. a mirror involved? No mirror. Backscratch. I have one of those uh, Catholic confessional things, and I pretend like I'm on the other side giving uh, me advice. Interesting. And a hand job. Hey, do you know what I thought of today? Sorry, that was a low-hanging fruit do you, joke. Do you know? Wow, low-hanging fruit. Are you going to say it? <laughs> say what? You high gotta sta- say high standing vegetables. You gotta say it. Well, that's one of my favorite jokes ever on the show. It's pretty good. It's pretty no, good. I was, hey, you know what I realized today that was pretty interesting? Do you guys know how Alcoholics Anonymous works? No, then no one will tell me. Okay. Disobedience. Yes, yes. You know how I figured it out? Because yeah. I knew that the guy that directed it directed uh, a fantastic woman that came out last year, yeah. which I also did not see. Disobedience oh. is a new one. So oh, I looked him up. Oh it's one of those God. movies that never ends, too. You're like, there's the end. Credits will be rolling any moment, and then it goes right back Spit into it. And you're like, in the girl's oh. mouth. I definitely thought. Did you hear anyone beating th- off in the theater during the movie? It was the most anti erotic okay. lesbian scene was it I've meant to be? ever seen. No, I, I believe they wanted it to be good. There okay. was a close-up on their crotches with mm-hmm. their clothes on and them fingering each other that lasted okay. 30 All seconds. Right. Okay. Sorry, Ty, what? I definitely thought that you were saying Alcoholics Anonymous runs on disobedience. <laughs> and Mike was <laughs> so it's fired core, up one that of the you knew facets. about that. <laughs> yeah, one of, the, one of the key elements of... No, so AA is... Uh, there's a thing called... Spon- you get a sponsor. Right. And it's somebody who... Oh wait! I know all about this because I worked on Loveline for seventeen oh, years yeah. with Drew. So here's here's what I came, what conclusion I came to today. <laughs> I, have an, I have an idea. Drew I, Tyler probably knows quite a bit about it. As My well. EDMR therapist is also in the program. She's friends with Bill. Yes. And it occurred to me that I can get out of paying her by just asking her to be my sponsor. Yes. And getting the same yes. exact That's a loophole. information. This is like a Larry yes. David loophole, and I love it. You want to know what else? What? Uh, I have some good news for us mm. and, our, and our new line of products. What's that? See this cool mug? Uh-huh. Yeah. You know how much I paid for this? 99 cents. Zero. Oh. You know how much the shipping was? Oh, was it a, a friend with bills? Zero. This company will send you a free sample of anything on their website, and I figured if we can get like forty people to do it, and then they got to send cool it to us. Though. You see, they can't all go to the same address because I think they'd probably figure that out, Michael. I have a bunch of mugs that I found in my garage. Yeah, and I have we have okay. So okay. I'm glad you you went into this because uh, I've been thinking a lot about our Patreon supporters mm-hmm. uh, over the last. But isn't this a cool mug? It's a very nice mug, and they do <laughs> silk screening on them, both sides. And you can get a free sample. We're getting of, out of, of the your mug logo. Game. The mug game is, is not a, a smart game. It's a dumb right. game. Everything right. we do is a dumb Bad game. game. <laughs> Everything. Yes. This is what I'm going to donate to homeless people. Mugs. So there you go, buddy. Enjoy the winner. I've been Hot looking cocoa, friend. A, a lot. Thanks to our friend Ron Poole. We now have mm-hmm. all of uh, the, the names of middle, people. Middle name swimming. Oh, oh, oh. Thumb drive. I'm on fire tonight. Sorry. I've sent a bunch of thumb drives. Uh, actually, on my way home tonight, I'm going to send my last yeah. fistful. Have you seen and the I new pinky a, drives? I got, I got all of them. Oh, my. Sorry. <laughs> is this what I'm the gonna, show is like? Gonna, Welcome gonna, to the Daft Disaster. I am Anderson. That is Mike Carano zinging them to my I'm straight gonna, ahead. I'm going to reset my brain. And There's Ty Ty to be smarter. To my left, and uh, we come to you live on tape from Mike Carano's my apartment. Corona. That Lair, I'm going to call it my lair now. Continues to have less stuff in it, and the including AC is good, on, including good jokes. The mm-hmm. AC is on, so mm-hmm. our apologies there. This is yeah. the summer, the summer period, so it's just you know part of the program. I gave one of the listeners that was at the live show a tour of Los Angeles on Sunday. We'll get to that in a second. Let me let me just thank wholeheartedly our Patreon supporters, mm-hmm. and it's it's a really weird setup that we have, where like it's like it's kind of socialism, I guess, 
where you know there's i'd say that probably maybe two percent of our listeners are actually patreon subscribers mm-hmm. and we wouldn't do it the show if it yeah. wasn't for that two percent and we could easily just say hey no more show for anyone except for people that are on patreon yes. no more but show. That'd, be, that'd be a dick move I, no, I think one percent. I, I liked that idea, frankly, but I knew. But it's weird that, like, you know, we're, we we want to do the show if we didn't have Patreon, mm-hmm. but we still do the show for everybody, even though we're only doing it for Patreon. Wouldn't it be funny if we quit doing the show because we don't have enough Patreon, and then we still get together and hang out and talk for like an hour and a half? That'd be really funny. <laughs> like we should have recorded that. That was just great. as a middle finger to everyone. We just and we record it, and we just have like a uh, tone going over it, and we blur it our mouths so that <laughs> lip readers can't get uh, any action either. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Yeah, not too shabby. <laughs> but I just want to really, like, wholeheartedly thank our Patreon uh, listeners. I've been meeting you a lot of you at the at the uh, screens. I do too. And, I do too. Uh, you guys uh, and girls, without you, we mm-hmm. would not be doing this. So, and uh, we, you got the Patreon. You got the thumb drives coming from China, right? Do I? Yeah. Uh, oh, they're here. That's the box. Holy moly! So sweet. sweet. So thumb sweet. drive. All right, cool. There is a minor issue from Guangxing Zhang Zhixi Wei. That's like the new uh, uh, Hong Kong names for uh, genders that are being in- introduced. Like one of, one of them is Z, I think, or what Q. If, what if we had a jump in listenership from Hong Kong after somebody that worked in the factory stole one and just, started turning all their turn friends it up, onto turn it? it on? That'd be great. We're huge in China. We have no idea. We're like oh, we sh- tour we're over sh- there and we play like sugar, arenas. We're sugar man. All right. So yeah. here's here's what's concerning, guys. Yeah. Uh, so a few months ago, uh, a couple different times, I said, if you are owed a Patreon uh, a thumb drive, mm-hmm. hit me up on my email and I'll just send you because I have like a few of them at my house. And a number of people did. And I cross-referenced with the list that we got from Ron of the people that are owed mm. the thumb drives. Mm-hmm. And uh, I only found three people, I believe. That uh, mm. Yeah. So And those people sent me like screenshots. They weren't like trying to pull a fast one. So, But they're not on the actual master list, which tells me that even once we do this, there's going to be people out there owed well mm. as, as i was gonna tell you that off speaking air, of speaking of pulling up, up on it speaking air. of pulling a fast one patreon bonus tonight right oh yeah yeah so speaking of, of which we're finally doing something that i think is gonna be a fun one i think so too where we came up with with terms that we hear all the time and we're not sure where they came from oh i thought you were bringing all of them all you thought i was bringing all of them you yeah didn't? i thought we were reading out of that book again no 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 mm. So did I. I'm just kidding. I brought some. You got, you got I got some too. I Come have, on. I had uh, some cards up my sleeve on that one. That's right. Hey, I'm just yanking your chain. Here's some hey, examples. Of, just, does uh, anyone call? Does anyone call this part of your shorts your your sleeve? I do now. Yank, yanking your change. My leg sleeve. My change. Chain. I don't like that you've titled your paper the terms. <laughs> Not too bad. I don't like that because at it had all. to be called something. No, it, it didn't. had to be called something on my Google Drive sheet. Yes, it did. The terms. So, uh, these are the terms. Are you about to burn some of the, this gold? I right just want to let people know, like some of the ones that, uh, like, no holds barred. Five mm-hmm. uh, zero. Oh, gonna get to the bottom of five zero. Five zero. Five zero. Yeah. Why we all say that? Why do you? Why say do it people that, say that? Why did you use that? I've voice? never said it, but uh, unless I was referring I to the TV show, quite from the often 70s, usually Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, beyond the pale, okay. as well as a thousand or two thousand yeah. yards stale. All, I, stare. All of these things <laughs> will be discussed. I've got a couple like Yo Mama. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about a little more nipple play? I got to the bottom of that one. <laughs> Your face of surprise to bewilderment that we weren't I, on board with I, that. Harder, faster. <laughs> I just love that our way of promoting the Patreon is saying... Like kissing their ass. <laughs> it's like, we wouldn't do this show if it wasn't for you, but yep. we still give yep. it to everybody. 
And uh, if it wasn't for Patreon, we would all put guns in our mouths. We, uh, and pull the we do extra for for the Patreon for we, sure. We, we do have extra, a, yeah. but we, we have all these thumb drives, but we don't know who to send them to. Mm-hmm. And no, we we know who to send them to. We have a list. But, I'm just worried there might be some people that are on, but the, on that list. But we have bonus content. Like, where did 5 come from? 5 <laughs> is pretty good. Do you know where 5 came from? The fact that more people are Do you know where it came from? Patrons is like, is I more assumed, a I assumed it was cops, the coppers. Oh, my, that's what it means, but where did it come from? Why Why are the coppers referred to as 5 We'll because get there. Because we'll copper there. Is, may, is worth 50 pence to the pound. That is not right. Mm. Hmm. You will know, though, if you're a Patreon subscriber. <laughs> God damn it. I need to know now. <laughs> well, you need to subscribe. Hey, you know what would be a great idea when your kids get a little bit older? Mm. Have Zach babysit Atticus because they're so close in age. It'll be so fa- fantastic. And then one day flip it and have Atticus. Just tell Atticus, you're the babysitter tonight. Zach, you're the baby. Listen to your babysitter. We're going out. Just to see what happens? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How old mm-hmm. would you like them to be in this? Scenario? I don't know. When are you going to leave them alone? Nine, ten, eight? Zach's alone right now. Hmm. He's a mature kid. Yeah. No it's longer a baby. Oh, I, I should tell you guys this because uh, I don't Speaking want to think I'm stealing from, from you, but okay. uh, a listener named Stephen Mand yes. sent uh, me $100 via PayPal for a thumb drive, which I sent to him. Wow. Great. Oh. That does Stephen not understand how much they cost? No, I told him forty bucks, and he sent us hundred bucks. So he's thank he's you, Stephen Mayer. I appreciate very, that a lot. Uh, yes, because, because he's not I a Patreon, and but he wanted have to have a new to therapist. So I don't. Oh, oh God! Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm handing Mike a, a Patreon check, and he's uh, he's very <laughs> relieved. Oh wow! Thank you very much. Fantastic! Holy moly! It really makes that's two months worth. Okay, it nice. really makes a difference in some of our lives. Tyler, I almost didn't write you a check because I know you're Mr. Emmy over there. And oh, yeah. You got to get, get I haven't, you should, you I haven't should donate that yet. to charity. Thank next you. next Thank check you. that um, I write you guys in a couple months yeah. will be less because we're going to pay Ty Ty for the uh, the thumb drives. Okay. They were, were uh, $4,000 this time. You know what you should do is meet someone at uh, AA. First of all, go to AA. Meet someone at AA that does I thumb drives. Yes. Oh. You know what? Ask, that is not a shabby idea. Ask them to be your sponsor. You think the they're just going to throw us a bone for free? No right. charge, mm. well, being of service. Hey, have you guys uh, heard of this great new thing, which is really fantastic, called ultimate embalming? No. Do tell me more. Great new thing. <laughs> it's unbelievable. What is it? I'm just still basking in awe of that You segue. talk about what you think it is, and I'm going to show you a picture. Ultimate, em- I, I would if, imagine I feel something like, I'm like bodies. in a tube full of embalming fluid. It's probably something that allows you to like pres- be preserved as you actually are, like taxidermy for humans, maybe? I hope it doesn't come off as racist, because everyone in the pictures is not Asian? white. Asian? God damn it. This is really terrible for everyone listening. Uh, people know see. that you do uh, a podcast with us at random times throughout <laughs> the week, <laughs> and they should hold off on ever calling. Okay, what well, is it for alive people or dead people? It's embalming. Yeah, well, it might be a drug and term. And it's normally younger people, and their mm-hmm. relatives put them in the position they were... Oh, like seen. playing ball? Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> is it for, like, babies getting changed? That'd be terrible. Dead baby getting changed forever. Jesus. But, like, do they put them in the casket like this? So they're just, like, forever... All right, what... The one, the first guy I saw is sitting in a chair. Wait, wait, wait! Origin of the story. How did you find out about this? I don't remember. Did you type into Google embalming? 
Was this before or after one of your barbecue videos? <laughs> Michael, how do you find I don't remember how I found it. I guess if you, go further, but, um, if you go far enough down the, the barbecue <laughs> video playlist, you probably get to... Wait, maybe it's not ultimate. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's ultimate. How come I can't find the same articles that I found before? This is uh, infuriating. For me, can't can believe we I know. I know. Can't I'm believe so we don't have more sorry. Patreon I'm subscribers. So, it's called extreme, extreme, extreme embalming. Embalming. It's probably fake. Then, well, I know what that nothing is. Nothing reels. But but oh, keep scroll, no. keep scrolling down. <laughs> this can't be real. No, this is. Oh, uh, there's more than one person. What is his website? No. It was, why are it they was all in black? Many newspapers, not just there on Yahoo. That's just what I found now. But cruise on down. So is this for funerals? It's it's or do they keep them in the house? They're mostly <laughs> young people that were That's killed. That's a white dude. Yeah, he's in his car. That yeah. guy. Oh yeah. But isn't that amazing? The do you see the woman sitting at the table? Yeah, yeah, yeah we saw With, her. But but she's got a glass of wine and a beer and a cigarette in her in her hand. But I don't understand. And like, sunglasses. They all have sunglasses. Well, where's that picture? What's that? so? How can someone find this? Uh, just just type in ultimate embalming extreme. Extreme, I'm sorry. Extreme embalming Yahoo. But isn't that... Body isn't of that dead teen honored with... It's the ultimate embalming, man. But how do, what do you do after, afterwards? Extreme posed with video games, sunglasses, and snacks. Do you need a giant casket now because they're in a shape? Well, or do you, you need can, to break their... Maybe you can like, break them. Break their legs and stuff to flatten them out. I hate this. Uh, why are why they all black, like though? Dennis Rodman. I don't know. That's what, that's what I didn't know either. They're not all... Except like the one dude three isn't, of the four. but uh, three of the five. That's not. Oh. That's pretty close. And I don't like that they're at the funeral, and the one guy with the USA polo shirt is being stared at, like gawked at by the yeah. two. Like, well, oh my god, look! Yeah, it's well. Imagine if one of us did ultimate embalming. Well, like we should, you guys come to the funeral home, and it's me like this. We <laughs> you should, would stare. We should definitely. It would be weird. We should definitely do it like we're recording the show. You definitely have to wear sunglasses. That's okay, all I've learned from that article. No, like 73-year-old's not. Is he wearing driving gloves? I don't know. Maybe they had to uh, fix his fingers or something. How is this not a shitty documentary already? I don't know. Ultimate embalming. You probably only have like five people oh to God, do if, it. If you say ultimate embalming one more time. <laughs> What's it called again? <laughs> Extreme. <laughs> what if ultimate is one step crazier? <laughs> Honestly, though, like if, if people were really honest with it, like most of these people, especially the younger ones, like uh, having them do what they love doing most would be like in front of a computer with their yeah hand on their dick, right? I, I took some notes for the That'd show. That'd probably be wrong, though, for a funeral. On a, on a massage table with your hand on your dick? No, just in front of the computer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it just got your dick. They got your dick totally embalmed huge. Oh, they, they, take, they keep taking it. Like extreme is one. But the ultimate, you know what it is? Like they actually move. They put oh, like a little crankshaft in the there's arm. Like a, there's like a piece of fishing line going to a pulley on the ceiling no, to a I, motor. I think, I think it'd probably be a little bit better than that. They could probably well, go a cuckoo clock wouldn't be bad. Everyone gets excited when it's almost five o'clock. Oh, here comes, oh, Uncle, yeah. here comes Uncle Steve. Like, you want it like if that's somebody you love and you put that much time and I'm yeah. assuming money yeah. into it. Yeah. You want to be able to put that in the ground. You'd you'd that's want that I'm dude saying. like in your living room. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're like, right. What? And if he was a stoner, like he's not that much different. Mm-mm. You can make like him just sitting there with video games, yep. anyways. You, quiet. The good news is you're saving money on toilet paper and food. Dude, you, yeah, you turn yeah. him into and a you bong. Can make, orange you juice. can make their room into a workout area. You turn him into a bong. You smoke out of his head. Yeah, that's wrong. Oh, you oh, put the pot nice. like in his hand. Yeah, and there's like a tube that How runs up his up his wrist. That's not too shabby. 
Except for that, there might be some legal issues with that. I think there might be. This was my son, the bong. <laughs> I wonder if there's legal issues if you decide He's you want to keep bonged. It. You know what would be cool is you get a super hot chick embalmed and embalmed. All right, okay. Let's stop. Sorry, embalmed. I was going to talk about dead women like being suck embalmed. Suck the smoke out of her mouth, but Ultimate I don't know where you, put the, where you put the pot. In the vagina. Look, what? if we... Yeah, I mean, that's obviously where it would go. That's why I stopped saying it. If we... Uh, no, you put it in the smelly button, obviously. Smelly button? Yeah. Don't call it a smelly button. That's what it's called. A belly button. No, that's a common misperception, actually. Tyler. Anderson. I took notes for the show, by the way. I saw that. Wait, we got to stay with the ultimate <laughs> bombing. It's called ultimate bombing forever. How do you how do you put that in the ground? And is it illegal to keep it out of the ground? Okay, like five, minutes, if you five wanna... minutes ago, I mentioned how do you put it in the ground. Yeah? Yeah. And we said you got to well, break Well, we talked about breaking legs. it, but like, no, how do you like... Uh, Allow yourself to put it in the ground, like because it's so great. Oh no shit! Yeah. Well, well, frankly, if I were a casket maker and I put my my craftsmanship and I made this flawless, shiny, amazing tongue and groove yeah. box, um, I I would break my heart. Hey, can I tell you something? Mm. When I was researching death, death and death for the documentary, I'm hard of hearing. yes, I was looking at casket maker. I was looking, watching casket makers on YouTube, uh-huh. and I found like an '80s ad that was clearly shot on a VHS tape of a guy. From the south, and he's like, "All of our caskets are tongue and groove, so they won't fall apart on you when they're going down." And he goes, "And all of our stitching is hand done here on the premise." He's t- he's talking about the casket, and he's showing how nice it is, and our wood is all made from the finest why, um, why maple from this, this these parts, and blah blah blah. And then the camera pulls back. I can't believe I didn't send you guys this video, and it's a baby casket. Ugh. And I was like, "Are you goddamn kidding? You no one there went, hey." Boss, why don't we use a, a full-size diet of natural causes casket? And he's like, caskets is caskets. <laughs> I feel like I've heard that story before. I don't mm-hmm. know why. Is this I reason? haven't told it before. Really? Yeah. Maybe uh. I told it on the show. Maybe I mentioned it on the show. Uh. But I, it just occurred to me when we were talking about this, that that baby casket thing. Okay. Enough. Can we get off the child death? Yeah. We should get yeah. off of most of everything that's happened so far in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Except for when I said embonging. We should guess I didn't hear that. Embonging. That's I not didn't too hear shabby. That. You know what? I'm okay with that. I gotta say, I, I think that I, I think that um, <laughs> Tyler's a spit take. Hey, I got an email just today that somebody mm-hmm. got a, did an ultimate, like they they did ultimate? A, a legitimate <laughs> spit take last week when you were talking about how Bo Jackson will probably be a pretty good farmer. Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. I remembered what the story was. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I'm so I didn't write that in my notes. I remember the story like what like story? Two days after we talked about it, the Bo Jackson saving someone on a plane. Yeah. It, it, it was Pat way O'Brien? off from what I thought. What was it? Jim Rome. Just, let's, let's give a little, like, uh, for those who might yeah. not have tuned in last week or no remember, like me. I, so we're talking uh, about I, Bo Jackson. I was like convinced me. that I knew of a factual story of Bo Jackson breaking up a fight on a plane. Yes. So was the it real, you saw snakes on a plane and you thought the real story was Bo Jackson was doing an interview with Jim Rome on his cell phone as he was boarding a plane. Mm. And Jim Rome said, at least, at least no trouble will go down on the plane with Bo on it. And I was like, oh, he broke up a fight on the plane. <laughs> Mike's mind just created a story that did not exist. I was so embarrassed when I remember the story. Like, he literally said, I'm getting on the plane now. I might lose you. Can, okay. can you imagine if Mike was ever called as a witness? Oh, my God. <laughs> Whoever that person is is going straight to jail. Your Honor, we uh, we regret calling in a, in him a, to the stand. In, a, in an unprecedented sentencing today, <laughs> this person will be sentenced to life in prison and once dead will be ultimately embalmed to remain in prison for all eternity. 
Oh my god, that's a good ultimate with your hands on the bars looking out. All right, ultimate. I'm breaking my uh, my own rule of talking about something that's in the room that no none of the listeners can see, but it's, okay. it's Di- horribly distracting. Diarrhea? Yeah, no. what is it? What diarrhea? Where did that? Why would that come? Because from your you brain? hate to talk about diarrhea. I thought well, that's true. Gonna break yes. the rule and talk about yeah. diarrhea. But diarrhea is not in the room. I would hope. Uh, there's a box. <laughs> in the, so most of us know Mike's Mike's apartment well enough to know that he's got like the uh, the bridge from Star Trek yeah. in here, and he's got the captain's chair. Yeah. And on top of the captain's chair is not a person sitting on it, but a box that looks like a piece of luggage. Yeah. And what looks like a small pinhole camera pointing out of it right at us. Are you filming what? us, Mike? What is nope. that, Michael? Are you that is a drone in that box. Why is there like a camera? It's not. That's the handle that unlocks the styrofoam. So okay, it opens. So I'm sorry I asked. Okay. Mm. It looks just like a ca- It does not look like a camera that is, right there. That is hilarious. Because like if, if I did that, I'm like, <laughs> I'm so desperate for money. I'm finding any way to blackmail you guys. <laughs> no, it's, I don't know how long this stupid box is going to last, but it's a little, it's a little thing that turns and you can open it like that. It looks a lot like a camera. I, I feel like they should have taken that No, the camera's right there. When they, uh. What if you they, look up there and that's like that. a Panavision camera? No one saw it when they came in. All right. So, uh, research for the show. What, what do you got, buddy? A um, couple of things. Well, I, heard, I heard. A I new wanted to recount your 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 live show. Okay, we can in a few minutes. But right. I I heard a new radio ad which you may have heard, both of you, that runs on the same station that the Mike Diamond ads run on, and it is a politician running for some office, mm. and his whole thing was, "Oh my God, I'm an idiot." That's I, not I'd, a good slogan. I'd vote, I'd vote for that actually. It's not a good slogan. Different story. <laughs> was it, did he break up a, a fight on a plane? That was a callback. <laughs> Politician on the news break wasn't an ad. On the news, talking break. about his platform, and he was oh. he was at the DMV. You might have already seen this, and he no. was handing out bottles of water. No, and he was talking about this is how poor California government is run. The DMV. Look at these lines, and he yes. interviews a guy in line. Yes. And the guy is a 95-year-old Holocaust survivor who says, this reminds me of the Holocaust, uh-huh. the line at the DMV. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Like, really? Uh. Really? So that's why it was on the news is because it was so outrageous. I don't know. But I but the new ad that I heard, I, you had to have heard Wait, this. Wait, but I'm not saying it's like the Holocaust. I don't know. I was not at the Holocaust. Uh, Farzad, listener and friend of the show, he's mm-hmm. going to be a part of one of our, uh, if not two, ac- yeah. upcoming academic disasters. Yeah, where is he from, by the way? Uh, he's from San, San Francisco. Francisco. No, but what's his ethnicity? Mm. Iranian. Okay, because... He's going to learn us about that, too. He learned me, and I... I, I you want to hear a super uncomfortable conversation I had with the dude that works at the market on the corner? I'd love to. I'd, I'd love to hear any of the seven stories you're telling <laughs> simultaneously right now. I know, Mike. The dude at the market <laughs> clearly... Has an accent. You're talking about Seven Eleven. Yeah, and he had a really. I love how he calls the Seven Eleven. No, 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 no. The, the market over there. Oh, the liquor store where I just bought chips. The liquor store. Yeah, just this story just happened, and he's having a conversation with a woman. She asked him where he was from and his accent. I didn't hear that part. Kamoga I just heard Park. Her asking her, him where he's from. Yes. And then I went, "Where are you from?" And he goes, "Syria," and I said. Oh, I was at a funeral for a Syrian. My friend's dad died, and he was Syrian. No. Nope. And he goes, where was the funeral? I go, at a funeral home in Orange County. And he goes, what? That's really weird. And he goes, did you have any weird food and stuff? I go, like pastries and stuff. <laughs> and uh, here's, here's and the then I realized Mickey's dad wasn't Syrian. He's Serbian. Yeah. And then I was, I, but I wouldn't go, I made a mistake. I just kept, I go, you no. Shouldn't. Yeah, you should. Just it was at a regular mortuary. Yeah. 
like regular with tombstones because like that's like I've never heard of that and i'm like yeah yeah oh yeah when people say that they like lost a friend in vietnam and they yeah. just happen to have a friend who was vietnamese who died in vietnam like in 95 yeah oh, that, i've never heard that's fantastic it's kind of like that it's kind of the same oh, thing oh man all right, so yes, uh, Farzad was telling me that he he thought he lost his, his ID and uh, mm-hmm. and he went to the DMV, got there like at eight thirty, I think, in the morning. Yeah, thinking he get it, get in, get out, get yeah. to work. He yeah. finished up at five p.m. Five p.m. Uh, he made friends while he was there, like lifelong friends. I think he's I'm like, sorry that continue to hang out. I couldn't, him. I couldn't do it. You know what happened? He was when, there all. You day. know, my driver's license was expired for like nine months, and I finally went to deal with it. And made several attempts at the Hollywood DMV and a DMV I was over here. The Holocaust DMV, and it was worse than the that's Holocaust. All of them. Even though I wasn't there. So <laughs> that's what a new I, slogan: DMV, almost as worse as the Holocaust, better than the Holocaust. Remember that great story I told you about the new Costco I found that we were all yeah. riveted by, and yeah. listeners wrote in by the yeah, yeah. by the hordes about. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, keep yes, talking about yeah. that. Yes, yes. The DMV in Simi Valley. Mm. I did a little research. Mm-hmm. I drove out there at my leisure. I walked in. I was the second person in line. Uh, the first person left, and the security guy went, I'm sorry, I'll find someone to, to help you. Walked in the back, they came out, apologized. I was in and out in less than five minutes. New photo, new license, wow. everything, and the test in less than five minutes. Wow. They are the most helpful, the quickest. You took the test DMV. in less than five minutes? I swear, it's like one page. And then you look at the eye chart. Mm. But uh, un- Well, now that you're breaking the news on the uh, On and Pop and AD, very yeah. famous podcast. Yeah. It's gonna be uh, the lines as soon as this thing out the uh, door, man. I've always door. found uh, making an appointment helps. Nope, doesn't help. If you fucking millennial, doesn't it doesn't help? <clears throat> it does nothing. It's helped me it every single day. Gone. I went to that shitty DMV that's buried in in fucking Hollywood. Well, you're going to the wrong DMV. And I made an appointment at three o'clock, and I got there at three. The line for appointments was probably forty people deep. <clears throat> Don't go to that one. Guys, I know I told the story, but it was years and years ago. Yeah. And uh, I bet locks. both of you don't even remember it. But when I had a, uh, a traffic issue, it wasn't a drunk driving uh, mm-hmm. ticket. It was a wet and reckless is what they called it. Because okay. long story, I'll tell you what the ticket was for. Uh, 88 and a 35. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I just got. Is that the Back to the Future speed? Yes. It oh was. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I just Did got you the get car. Point one gigawatts of power. The, you would have taken off. Got the car like the day before, and mm-hmm. I was on my way back from Loveline. Uh, but I had stopped at a bar, and I had literally two beers. Okay. And uh, they nev- the cops never want to hear that. But I know they never want to hear it. But that's literally what I yeah. what I had. Did you and lie I, and say three? And I was there for like an hour and a half, so it was probably like you know close the, to two. The, in the they were IPAs. It wasn't and light I, beers. I hadn't drank like in an hour when they pulled me over. It was like a point oh four or something. Like it was mm-hmm. under way under the legal limit. I was I was totally. Okay, but the fact that I had anything in my system and I was going 88 and a 35, yeah, yeah. I, I was going back to the freeway. I pulled off to get gas and I just wanted to see what the car could do. So I'm like, yeah. I floored it. Of course, idiot me yeah. does that where there's a cops is like sitting there. So like, uh, if I see what the car can do, you mean like see if it could break the law? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I knew it could break okay. the law, but I wanted to see how much it could break the law by. And this is uh, probably 1999, maybe 2000. Okay. I was so in film school. Prince was on the radio. Yeah, there wasn't even any rules back then. Yeah. Uh, that was and before rules. I, I got, I got hooked up with a really really shady lawyer mm-hmm. his last name was burton can't remember his fucking full name now damn oh, i need to find this guy dick burton richard oh wrong what was that oh anyways not Wayne. uh he was an insane person a crazy person okay that that story like goes on and on and on but he said i will get you out of it there's plenty of ways i had to pay him like a thousand dollars or mm-hmm. something and then i ended up going to jail this is why i ended up going to jail he said that was part of the process <laughs> going to jail for two and a half days clears my name somehow and at one point he had me go to a specific dmv i had to wait because i might i got i was getting all the shit in the mail 
uh, saying that my license was suspended. And no, no, I, he was getting my mail because he was my lawyer, and I wasn't. And then I got pulled over, and they're like, "Oh yeah, there's a warrant out for your arrest, and you're and you're not allowed to be driving right now." And I got a really cool cop, and he found weed in the car because uh, a girl left weed. Sends me home. The cop sends me home. It was the okay. coolest cop of ever. He's like, "Go home." I'm like, "Cause I was totally." He could tell I was surprised. He's like, "Go home, call your lawyer," and you know these things happen. He let me drive straight home. Like he, he okay. could have impounded my car. I call the guy and he goes, oh, yeah, um, you, it shouldn't be uh, suspended, but I get all your mail. And uh, here's what you need to do. Go to the specific DMV. Wait for uh, window three. Talk to and he gave me the guy's name. And he's like, just tell him that I sent you there and he'll take care of everything. And, mm-hmm. it, and he did. What? He did. It was the wow. fucking weirdest thing. Wow. I went and I wait, waited one. for, I like for window three. And I asked for his name was like Julio. And there's a last name. And, and, I, and I gave the guy my lawyer's business card. And he's like, oh, I'll be right back. And he cleared everything up. Still went to jail, ultimately. Unreal. Or to L.A. County for two and a half days. Was it but, awkward when the other windows kept opening up? And you're like, I know I'm going to wait. I'm for waiting it. for three. No. Wait for three. Dude, I was so out of Seven other guys with snake wow. tattoos waiting in line. And then he sent me this really, my, my lawyer sent me like, and I was, you know, I'm in film school. I'm a starving fucking student. And he sends me another, like six weeks in, he goes, oh, I need another, the exact amount that I already paid him, which was like 1800 mm-hmm. or something. To grease the DMV guy. And he's like, I need another one. Do not ask me why. Uh, I just need it. Uh, if you think this is wrong, you will get the money back. Anyways. What? He's like, do not email me. Don't, don't call me asking. Just send the check. So I sent the check, and then uh, for weeks and weeks and weeks, because that money was a lot. It still is. Yeah, still would yeah. be a lot. Uh, I just kept bugging him and bugging him and calling him, and finally, finally, he uh, re- reimbursed me uh, that that money. I think it was like a, like eleven hundred dollars. But but what I, was it for? I don't. He never do the, the shadiest fucking dude. I, I love. I love. I think he might have died in prison. You know what this reminds me of that I loved was this shady lawyer in uh, the Rainmaker that was played by that great actor whose name escapes me, Mickey Rourke. I barely remember the Rainmaker. It was great. You might Ooh. not have liked it, but I loved that movie. It had uh, the kid that died, right? No, Matt Damon's in it. right? They're all still alive. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. He died. <laughs> Matt Damon didn't Matt die. Matt Damon died, but the one kid did. What's his name? Brad in the, Renfro. In the movie, he Brad, died. Brad Renfro. Isn't oh, Brad did he Renfro? die in real life? Yeah, in real life. I think Brad Renfro's in that. That, I, was, I a barely, great, that was a great movie. Coppola film. Mickey right? Rourke was fantastic. Yeah, barely, I don't think. I don't remember him in it. Okay, so here's the ad I hear on the radio verbatim. Oh, you recorded it? Oh. No, but I should have. Is this, is this unlistenable? Uh, I was ad, just the, wondering that. The ad starts, and a woman says, uh, um, my number two doesn't look like your number two. Is there a number three? And then a guy's voice, table next to the restroom, please. And then someone else goes, I don't like to fly. You know why. And it's like some poop ad for something to do with all these people have diarrhea. Oh, speaking of. Um, but, but See, I knew it. I was like, what the fuck? Is this? My <laughs> number like two. Who, who, who here can say my number two doesn't look like your number two? Like, when have we ever compared besides tonight? Should we do it for the show? I'm more interested in, in yeah. Tyler being like a, a poop prophet. That's me. Brad Renfro is not in Rainmaker. I apologize. Okay. Shitty predictions with Tyler White. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Why did I think he was in the Rainmaker? That's very upsetting. But you know what? The guy looks like that. I I know who the actor you're talking about. He looks like him. The The dark hair guy that had the uh, bone marrow issue or whatever it was. Dude, I cannot follow this episode, and I'm one of the pe- <laughs> people. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of the client. That's it. why. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of too. No, the oh. rainmaker. 
<laughs> you said the Rainmaker, and Ricky Rourke is in the Rainmaker. All right, let's get off shitty. No, like, he's John not. Grisham. Mickey Rourke is in the Rainmaker. I just looked it up. He's and that's what it. you said. Yeah, he's in it, but he's not the Rainmaker. Oh, my God. Matt no one Damon's said he was. the Rainmaker. Uh, also, I wish you guys would stop using the R word. Very offensive to my people. Rainmaker? It's better to say special needs maker. I'm trying to think of which rapper I should say is now the Rainmaker because they like to make it rain. That's a great <laughs> joke from 1998. <laughs> do people still do that? Dude, I was watching Empire like uh, a while ago, and like they actually have machines that spit yeah. out. They, they look like radar machines, like radar and guns. money shoots out of yeah, them. Yeah, ones <laughs> yep. how lazy are yep. you you know what that yep. you know what that reminds me of is how disappointed i want i was even though i don't care much for gambling and slot machines especially but uh, when they made them push button i was just like yeah lost interest i still i still, a lot of time still they pull the, the arm i pull i know arm. you can you but can still a, you can still yankly old crank yeah but i liked it when you were forced to i also liked it much shake, better when money when arm. actual oh yeah yeah coins hands fell with out. the one arm the one arm bandit yeah. i bet they still have a casino that's that i would hope so that. but when when a just a pile of quarters fell out it just felt no, so they still good. sad when they had the, just the sound, of, the sound no yeah. a lot of them still do the coins not a lot I haven't, Where do you seen, go? I haven't seen one in years i've been to many casinos yeah. and very few do that i've been to more casinos than you i've been way more Casino off on next episode. You know pa- what? I Patreon like, version. And I see it on TMZ when I watch, which I watch probably once, twice a week with the wife when I'm home. And I'm, that's the last thing she does before she goes to bed. And I watch it with her. Is uh, when they show the uh, the people doing the, the making it rain in, in, the, uh, in, the, in, the, in the strip joints, mm-hmm. they look too serious. Like they're not having fun when they're doing it. I don't, I don't like the look on their face being very, very serious. I don't it's s- also a weird thing because like they're ones. Like. You're supposed to be like really rich. And it's like, yeah, you want to make like it rain, rain hundreds, rain hundreds. Like, what? Yeah. what are we doing here? Yeah, but it's like $400. You know what? It just occurred and to me. If it was hundred dollar bills, it would go over. It it's would be like really a fast. humiliating thing. You want the girls to jump oh, on the it's ground. It's just occurring knees. to you that it's yes. humiliating. Yeah. Just occurring to you. Yes. It just occurred to me. Because How does that just occur to you? If you tuck it in their G string, that's one thing. But if you th- shoot it on the ground and they mm. have to get on their hands and knees to pick it up, like they're desperate so, for money. I don't. I don't know if I've ever told the story in a show, but you threw a quarter at a girl. The only time I've seen anyone do anything remotely close to making money <laughs> rain was at one of my my men's league baseball teams. We uh, had a game, and like you know, you you pay the umpire like each team is like seventy five dollars like the fee to pay the umpire and usually you got to pay them by like the third or fourth inning whatever they're like hey just have your money ready so we had this game and the game hadn't even started yet and the umpire shows up he's like where's the money we're like relax like we're like barely getting our cleats on like about to go like feels like you should pay him before the game begins though right like i said every umpire is like yeah don't worry about third inning whatever Uh it's like the unspoken and we've been in the league for years we'd never stiffed an umpire right and he's like we're not we're not playing until till I have till I have the money. You guys were the rainmakers. Is that the name yeah, of yeah, team? yeah. And uh, so we're like trying to like get the cash. We're like fucking relax, like whatever. The other team is out there waiting, waiting to start the game. The other pitchers standing on the mound, just staring at us. And uh, my manager Wait, Ryan, do they not have to pay. Every, like, they had already other, given their money uh, to the guy. Smart. So so he gets one hundred and fifty for a game. And he's, there's two umpires, so they split it seventy five each. Yeah. But they usually do like two or three games a day mm. on the weekend. I want to be an ump. So Mike's considering being an ump right now. I could see that. You're out. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Sorry, I wasn't looking. I was checking out the chick on the grandstands. <laughs> we also had a fair uh, uh, amount of uh, history with this umpire. He's just, he's 
very obnoxious. And in 1793, the Louisiana Purchase. I thought you meant like history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or as, as I like to say, her story. So then he orders her the, story. He orders the other team off of the field. Mm-hmm. Wow. And he's like, we're not starting until the angels bring their money up here. And they're like staring. They're not even mad at us. They're staring at him like, okay. So we finally scrounged together the all angels. the money. Who picked that name? Did you pick that name, Tyler? No. Hey, let me guess. No, it's my friend. You that- lost. Me? <laughs> Your team yeah. that day. Oh, this this day spiraled out of control, but without getting into too long of a story, uh, my manager takes all the cash, walks up to where the umpire is waiting at home plate, and um, puts his hand out for the money, and Ryan drops it onto the plate, and it's it like scatters everywhere because of the wind and he goes pick it up bitch and walks away and the umpire gets down on his hands and knees and has to pick up every like single stray bill and he wanted the money so badly like he had no qualms it was so embarrassing it was terrible this guy his his partner umpire was a little special in the head and i think had a fake leg and whenever there was a a, like a call at second base he would just look to the home plate umpire who would then tell him to call out or save yeah that, that that day ended with Wait. Ryan, the same guy, um, picking up a baseball and chucking it as hard as he could into the umpire's back from a distance of about five feet. The same one? <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, that's, what? that's assault. Yeah, that is it totally was. totally assault. What happened? It was, but the that umpire was so reviled in the entire league mm. that uh, the only outcome of that was he won't umpire your games anymore. <laughs> It, it seems like he should have called the cops. Is he, wait, is that the umpire missing the leg? Because you talked about no. another special. special That's did he? Did he well, since the umpire had his back to him, did did everyone just pretend like he it was an accident? No, he was like, ah, you <laughs> assaulted me, and Ryan was like, like yelling at him. Why? Why? You assaulted so my senses. The, Not very angel like. He was the kind say. of umpire that no. like inserts himself in the game and like antagonizes you while you're pitching or while you're hitting or while what? you're playing the field like he's just how do you how do you hire those guys where do you find them the league just does it they just schedule mm. i don't know where they get them from but mm. yeah he was a terrible person he used to umpire games that uh lauren's dad played in when he played softball wow did you uh give him a bad yelp review yeah. no i think the baseball straight into his back was the was the only review that i cannot believe he didn't call the cops oh my god because you couldn't run up to him and hit him in the leg with a baseball bat. No, you definitely couldn't. Oh, I thought for sure that something bad was going to happen to Ryan. But I, I would, I, I would have. Um, but that's uh, how hated he was in the league. That the, even the commissioner of the league was like, yeah. "All right, you just don't. He'll never umpire, umpire for the you guys angels. again." Yeah. I wonder if uh, any of us would have stayed if somebody just threw the money on the ground and said, "Pick it up, bitch." I don't think so. If we would have stayed. Yeah, I would have probably said, "Fuck off." Or I would have picked it up and he, walked off and got in my car and driven. Yeah, home. I mean, he could have could have just canceled the game right there, or called yeah. us for like unsportsmanlike like bullshit or something. I would so like to hear his side of the story right now. Ugh, he's the worst, the worst umpire. Just garbage. Do you want to say his name on the air? No, not really. Hmm. Can it's I tickle it out of you? It's an annoying. <laughs> oh my god, Anderson! I forgot to tell you what. Um, not the nicest man I've ever met. Kind of full of himself. Anderson, but uh, <laughs> it's very mean. Anderson, I forgot to tell you, you're I met your doppelganger. Kind of fully. No, I was at. Um, I was. This is a while ago. This is like quite, quite a like at least six months, three months ago, <laughs> four months ago. What are you doing? I'm, I was looking, I'm looking for my, that attorney. One, somebody with the same name. 
I, Ross Burton was actually uh, charged with <laughs> impersonating an attorney, and, and he was charged uh, I was a lot at of money. Emily Morse's house. Sorry, hmm. at some event that you were invited to, but you couldn't go for some reason. How long ago is this? Within the last f- fourteen years. <laughs> I don't know. It could have been two months ago. It might have been nine months ago. I don't remember okay. at all. But right. what I do remember is there was kind of an arrogant guy there. Uh-huh. Like a, and he was introduced to me as he makes documentaries. And he just didn't want to have anything to do with me. Like just was just, you know, acting like a typical rich Hollywood. guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, I was in an uncomfortable position of having to talk to him. And I said, what documentaries have you made? And he goes, uh, Tickled. <gasps> yeah. What, did he have an accent? Yes. Oh, it's that guy. For sure. He's in the documentary. It's like an older tickled? man, probably like in his 50s. Nope. No. The two guys, well, maybe he produced it. Yeah, maybe. Because the two guys that directed it, one's like a computer nerd. He, oh, this guy seems camera. like he has money. And the other guy, was like he's like a personality in New Zealand. Yes. No, this he, guy's a personality, for sure. But he's, he's not like 50. A, um, he's like a younger dude. He's probably 30s. Maybe. Have you seen Tickle Dead? What's that? You haven't seen it? No. But, so um, good. It's available too. Someone I got HBO. else at the party said he's like, fa- he's like famous wherever he's from. Like he does this and does that. And, I, and, and he was clearly not thrilled with the Do fact you, that he you wasn't know famous over here. No, but I'd know his picture. David Ferrier. Let me see his picture. David Ferrier. David. This guy. That's probably him. That's probably him. Yeah. You said that was Anderson's doppelganger? Yeah, what about no, doppelgangers? I was kidding about that. He oh. said, I, uh, <laughs> joke. We should do a show where we cannot be uh, sarcastic. We have to be literal. You know what? Somebody sent me a listen. Uh, a listener sent me a, a suggestion the other day in, t- in talking. They, they were talking about uh, many things. Mm-hmm. And uh, tell you what, listener hasn't reached out is the one that I talked shit about a few weeks ago. Yeah, still, what's up with that, man? Still nothing. Oh, the the guy that's upset about me. Uh, yeah. Bad mouthing yeah, Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Even though I didn't. Yeah, yeah. 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 We, don't um, get, we don't need to get into it. If anyone, I, I don't bad mouth uh, anybody ever, right? <laughs> I think we can all agree on that. You know <laughs> um, but that there needs to be like some kind of uh, a font for sarcasm, especially yeah. for text. Yeah, there should right? be. Right? Like yep. italics or something? like Or fiesta. Fiesta. <laughs> it's the worst font ever. It shouldn't be like uh, an alliteration, like. Sestito. One time I made a uh, sarcasm. I made a giant print for Irvine. Well, not one time, probably ten thousand times. But one of the posters, the new manager came out and he goes, "I hate that font. Could you use something else?" And my friend Aaron was there who books the clubs, and she goes, "Just go Fiesta on everything from here on out." And I was like, "Absolutely, I'm going to do that. I'm going to pick that Sans, that one that looks kind of like a cartoon, but it's yeah. really terrible." Yeah, Comic Sans, Lord font. So let's let's uh, review your. Uh, your program, your show. Okay. Are you done? Are you going to do another one? I don't have any. I don't have any any intention of doing another one because it's just not. I'm not cut out for that. But I, I have a feeling like in six months or something I'll want to do it again. But it, it depends on where I'm at mentally if I can actually sit down and write some stuff out. Well, I feel like you should be in a place which wouldn't be that hard. You're Mike Carano, and there's a lot of shit going on in your life. He's always in a place. Often. Right, but you're like, I want to share this with people. Yes, and that's where you need to be. Do you know, I I had that at one of those shows, and you and were you there. did like you got to show the five minute, four minute trailer. No, no, of no, not this show. And that was great. But like one of the shows that you came to in the lab that I did of the three. Mm-hmm. You've um, done three of them now. I know, but one of them. No, you've done four, right? One of them I went in, even though it was probably the worst one. 
but the first one in the lab like two years ago or whenever that first one was when i had the bass player yeah that one the man with the very I had, big very I had, big pants but i had some stuff i wanted to share <laughs> and remember he almost didn't use the bass player at all yeah, he <laughs> the guy was just standing there waiting and waiting and waiting. The whole that whole thing was so weird because do you know how I met that yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe the listeners don't, don't want to repeat it. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was at the Ace Hotel probably <laughs> ten years ago. There was a band playing out by the pool, and uh. they played all night. So we left the door open to listen to them, and mm. they were they were they were just playing old timey like folk music. And the next day, I introduced myself days, to the guy and said. Oh, they were playing the, uh, I am a man. No, no, they were playing uh, Walk Hard. That's folk music. Mm-hmm. They were playing Walk Hard from That's the Walk Hard movie. Yeah. And I shot some video of it, and I sent it to Judd Apatow, who produced that movie. Mm-hmm. And then he responded, tell them I love that version. And I showed them. That was the end of it. Yeah. That was 10 years ago or more. Right. I was there with Miranda. I don't remember this part of the story. <laughs> Do I was you? there with Miranda. It's surprising, because he would have name-dropped Judd if he could have. I'm... Uh, I'm uh, coming out of uh, a super secret society meeting Sunday morning, like mm. two years ago, two and a half, and I went for a walk Bones. With, with the <laughs> already mentioned Anna David, Right, and we were walking through the farmer's we market on Hollywood Boulevard, yes. and I saw that guy playing in a band, uh-huh. and I went up to him and I said, I don't know if you remember me. He's like, yeah, I sure do. And I go, I need a bass player for a gig in like a week. Uh-huh. And he goes, no problem. This and then does not he sound like the story that I remember at all. And then he didn't want to do rehearsals. And I was like, we have to do some. I go, I'm not a professional. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm terrified. And he goes, well, just wing it. Reason. He goes, well, wing it, man. And I'm like, it's not jam- their songs. He goes, well, wing it. I'll just use my ear. <laughs> the story. I guess, Okay. That's like right. the worst possible musician that you could link up with. Is someone that's just going to enable you to be like, yeah, just wing it. I love that guy, though. Mike, you should get into jazz. Yeah. Mike's life is jazz. There's like zero preparation. It's all about what you feel, man. Yeah, but you gotta uh, get those big cheeks. The problem is I don't have the chops for that. (laughs) Hey, I think that's why you play jazz is because you don't have the chops for anything that's like. No, they're the best musicians. Musicians in the world. Anderson coming in with the bad takes. As far as like following like structure and and music and coming in where you're supposed to come in, like they can't. You can't draw inside the line. I gotta be honest with you. You're. 100% 100% wrong on that. You're out of your element, Donnie. All right, yeah. I guess I, I know nothing they about are, music. It's the most oh, complex no, of all. This. It's basically like talking with a bunch of other people talking, but your talking is flawless, and like, you don't it's like interrupt. The show. Yeah, it's like the and show. And you don't interrupt, and it, it makes people... like it. That's what it is. It it's, sounds, um, a lot, I hear a lot of interrupting when, I, when I'm subjected to, j- to jazz. Yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a big jazz guy, but they are probably the best musicians in the world. And it's one of the true American art forms. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I, I feel like uh, a lot of people who don't know how to play instruments could get together and call it jazz. Boy, and I, I would are believe you it. wrong. I believe Because it. they are the most accomplished musicians. They can mm-hmm. play, a really good jazz musician can play every single song. So they're like modern artists. Anything, who like, they, uh, anything they hear, they can play it right then and there without having to is that learn. Is like it. a prerequisite? If, if you're a jazz musician, you, you know in, in your head 500, 600 songs. I'm talking about a professional. And you can mm-hmm. wing any other song because you know the chord structures and you know how the songs are built. As can long as you know the jazz? melody. Can he, can not really. Jazz? No, not really. He's a jazz musician, but he he plays like contemporary adult. Yeah. Smooth jazz. Snooze. So let me, I think uh, it's called a contemporary adult snooze. Let me let me let you know. 35 years old is how old David Ferrier is. Okay. The man in his 50s. Okay, he's, 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 he's aging. He's aging fast. I guess so. 
Is uh, is Aretha Franklin still alive? Last I heard, she's seventy five pounds and, and hanging in there. How could she be seventy five pounds? Because she lost weight. Mm. Yeah. You guys know wow. what Moles Vernius is? No. Yes. Moles Vernius. Yes. No. Do you? Yes. It's a measure of weight. Is it not a guy not that a makes measure of weight? Is it like a guy it's a that jazz makes term. wands? It's a jazz term. Okay. What does it mean? No, it's a it's a euphemism. I think it's just an alternate word for vagina. Uh, Learned um, that recently. Well, the uh, on the download is a jazz Vernius? term also for gay. On the download? Mm-hmm. It's jazz I didn't term? learn that for this episode either. I already knew that. And it's a jazz term. Oh yeah. Down low. Well, how's that? How's, how's it? Uh, what about wait? He's on the down low. Why is that? What Why is it jazz? Smoking a jazz cigarette. I don't know. Might have been blues too, but I think it was jazz. But how does how does it like translate? Like what? what? I don't know. Mm. I just know it meant gay. You know what I what I know is that jazz musicians are are, are, are terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very little talent. Those uh, jazz. All right. So. Uh, if you never try, this is this is Mike's uh, one of his words of wisdom uh, okay. during during his live. What show. What was the format of the show? There it was, was jazz. There was just jazz. <laughs> it was very jazz. <laughs> it was terrible jazz. That's <laughs> that's what I'm going to call the next show. If you never that's try, funny terrible jazz with Mike Rano mm-hmm. is a funny name. If you never tried anything, who knows? You may be the best at it, but you just never will know. And he likes living in that space, which is a very dangerous space to live in. I and re- I get it. I, I remember saying that. You know why? Because I said it on my podcast that I recorded yesterday it, or, or Sunday. It reminded me of when. Uh, I really wanted to get into UCLA film school, and I mm-hmm. knew that I had a very, very slim chance because my grades mm-hmm. just weren't impeccable, and they had yeah. the 12 spots for 2,500 applicants. So I knew that, you know, I was useful and dumb and didn't, you know, know what I didn't know. So I thought that I had a chance because, like, there was creative writing involved, and yeah. I don't think they even read any of my shit because they just saw my, my GPA and said, fuck this kid, which is dumb. You don't want nothing but straight A students. Did you say USC your, or UCLA? UCLA. Fuck USC. I had no interest. Okay. Uh, but I remember waiting. They had to wait for like six to eight weeks to get uh, you know the letter back. And yeah. I remember those six to eight weeks. Yeah, I was nervous, but I loved not knowing because there was still a chance. Yes. And then once yes. I got that letter, it was like now I know, yes. and it's awful. I the- am shitty. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I applied to five schools. I got into four of the five, and I only wanted to go into one. So it sucked. Yeah. But uh, that was so. I get that. Mike yeah. was saying that maybe he's the greatest professional baseball ball, mm-hmm. ball player ever, mm-hmm. but he'll never know. Plus. And and it's a good thing to keep that keep that uh, as a, something to fall back on. Mm-hmm. And that's a terrible way to live yeah. your life. <laughs> I don't think so. Don't go I don't catch? think so because if you try and you fail, then you know you're a failure. Yes, but you'll never find out what you're good at if you don't try a bunch of different. You shit. can try some stuff like loosey goosey, like eh, go into it <laughs> easy and slow. Drew's being Drew being a dick uh, off the sidelines. Peanut gallery, Drew. Ooh, peanut gallery might come up later. Yeah, what was he doing interrupting? Uh, Drew's like, uh, I'm pretty sure you want to be. <laughs> I'm like, I could probably be. I might be the world's best baseball player. He's like, Nah, doubt it. Or doubt it. Like Pro- that. I, like, uh, I think you're safe to know you, you you're not. You should have had him removed. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you're out of here, motherfucker. Did you want to bring him up at any point? I think he was mad at me because, like, the first time when I saw him, I was like disappointed to see him. Yeah. Because I thought you meant Drew said, he "Call did. me up." He did. Yeah, what she did, because Drew, you know, yeah. not, nothing against Drew, but Drew, like... That might have been the only reason he showed up. I, I think he would have liked to have been up on stage. I, what, to support you. To and, play bass. Yeah. But I, it was weird, because usually I'm really happy to see Drew. <laughs> I jazz like, oh. is so easy. Anyone just, you just give them make a bunch of noise. Oh, by the way, like, I still get emails and stuff. I guess I should be clear about this. Uh, I, I talked about how I might be writing Drew off, because I hadn't heard back yeah. from him. Yeah. He, uh, we, we got in touch, like, uh, a month and a half ago now. So, and yeah. and yeah. he wrote him off. 
and yep. I did not write him off. But oh. I saw him. I haven't seen him in a while, and he walks in. We were in the green room, and he walks in, and I, I, oh I probably, my God. he probably saw the disappointment on my face when I saw him because I'm like, fuck, he's here. He's going to want to get up on stage with Mike, and I wanted Mike to be up there. I didn't want you to turn it into the Mike and Drew show. You know what I mean? I didn't I wanted, either. I didn't either. Because he had a very limited time, and uh, so I don't know if you read that. He's pretty good at reading people, so you might have read that. And I told him that, uh, you know, he, I'm like, oh, I, I, I said, Drew, why are you here? I, Mike said, you, you said to call him up. And I was thinking on the phone, call him up on the phone and do like speakerphone Drew on stage, which would have been horrible. And he goes, no, no, no. I just meant like, you know, call me up, call me up onto the stage. I'm like, oh, well, I told him not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Hmm. Um, the, uh, <laughs> Sorry, I, I gave one of the listeners from the show a tour of LA the next day. So yeah, how'd that go? Well, well we, it let, went, let me let me go. Great. We went, went down great. the more of the show. Yeah. He almost ran out of time. I thought you only had till uh, one hour. So I did, and then I, you went I way over. I went twelve minutes over. I thought further than that. Might have been fifteen. Because I think it was like twenty. I think we started a little late, a little after seven. Okay. I think but we started seven oh five and I went I went an hour and towards the end of the show and I'm like you got to play some music. No, but I went I went an hour and twelve minutes exactly. And uh, I think we started at either five after seven. Uh, was five it, after was seven it supposed to be half talking, half songs? That's what I thought. I didn't know what it was going to be, and I just went blank. And this I talked and talked, so and then I played songs at the end, but I only played a couple songs. So the mic of like two played months four. ago lied to me. I played four? I think so. Holy shit balls. The, the mic of a couple two. months ago said, I'm doing a show. It's great. I have everything planned mm-hmm. out. It's going to be awesome. It was a lie. I was it's wrong. Not it was, be it wasn't a lie. That was my intention. What happened to your plan? I have eight new songs. I thought I'm going to play at least four new songs and one or two other ones. I think you played three old songs and one new one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, he Good. tried to get everyone naked. What? That's, oh, yeah. That's I real. That. Yeah. He, I, was, he I was totally serious. He, I, know, I know you were. He said, if we turn the lights off, I will get naked if you all do too. Yep. He wanted some old Verniuses to uh, be mm-hmm. out in the, uh, in the public and feel yep. the air. Yep. Got that from the Stern show, by the way. Mole Verniuses. I would have done wondering. the naked thing if everyone else did it. Told the hand job story, and then also he told this classic, and he he opened it with, uh, I don't know if I've ever told this story. Lisa Waddle, oh, I've told that Fifth a million grade. times. Shit, oh, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> Italians, I'm just repeating dicks. myself. I'm just repeating myself. <laughs> no, 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 it's just funny because we've you, we, I've heard that story numerous times on on this show. See, that's what that's that's what horrifies. But me no, no, your I mind just... your mind is so fast and it darts around, and then you just like <sighs> go, oh, that reminds me of this. It reminds me of what you did up there, Mike. Very, very, very few people would be able to do, which is just burn through an hour and twelve minutes without any dead space, without any kind of uncomfortable like, oh fuck, now what? There's just none of that. Did he apologize? Con- he didn't apologize until like the fifty-eight minute mark. Ah. I, was, I honestly he apologized the most when he was singing the songs, which yeah. I didn't see have coming. I honestly. Um, felt like it was dead space after dead space not, after dude, dead space. It's not. It's not. You're it's, standing there. In my it head, I was up. going, um, um, um. That's you're, what it felt like. I don't know if you need to review this stuff. Like you're a golfer and you have a decent swing and you think it's awful. Like you got to look. It's not nearly as bad as you. It's not bad. It's just I wish that it had a little more structure and a little less jazz. But you, what you did up there, very, very few people. I'm talking. I'm talking like <laughs> real jazz musicians are listening to this. Going, one percent. What the fuck is wrong with these guys? I know. I'm thinking about my uh, my composer Rick Urban. I hope he doesn't listen yeah, to this. You know who the dumbest like, people alive are? Yeah. Me. Not knowing about people jazz. who work at NASA. Fucking idiots. They kind of are, though. I mean, really. Yeah, you're right. I they know. probably didn't know, spend any time chasing the chasing the most furnaces. You know what uh, I mean? Uh, 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 That's kind of dumb. Who doesn't? Oh, they they should have spent more more time. I wonder if uh, if you're a NASA, like a high-ranking NASA official, 
if you get a like machine smart, gun, smart chicks that are into you, and if they also are smart and crazy. Um, doesn't it seem I'm like lost. let's say you're an astronaut? Yeah. It seems like the kind of girls that will, not even an astronaut. I'm talking about like a technical guy that's like a genius, right? Who you work with. The kind of girls that will be attracted to you would be nerdy, yeah, and smart. Right. But it seems like they would be extra crazy because they're smart because they know who you are. I'm so confused. I don't. I think Mike's like a space fetish is bleeding into <laughs> real <laughs> because world because they know who you are. What? How does that connect? Like, th- like. The average human being knows who rock stars are, knows who, oh, who like actors are, knows who successful people are by their by their accoutrements. But if if you're a girl who is like into like a like the director of operations at right. Jet Propulsion Laboratory, and mm. then you finally meet that guy and you're just into him, it seems like you would be a little more Tim kooky. Williams, the director of operations at JPL. Is that who it is? Really? Yeah. He's making that up. He's still there. Mm-hmm. I thought he left. For I didn't Tesla. Mean to wrap this fucker. All right, look, look, your story. You, you, you took a, a listener on a. You think we need to embalm one-on-one? Yes, uh, I did. Tour. How did yes, that? I did. How it, was, it went really fucker? good, and uh, as expected, she's not going to listen to this. Why? Because she doesn't listen to the show. She listened to your show. I was like, how? How do you listen to my show and not the After Disaster? She goes, I've never listened to the After Disaster. <laughs> how did she find? I go, your did show? you know who Anderson was when I pointed him out? She's like. No. How'd she you find your show? She heard me on Dr. Drew's podcast talking uh, about... He plugs his show on that. Mm. See, that's what happened. Talking about my new invention, which was like this like leather-wrapped <laughs> metal thing to protect my balls from getting squished while I'm driving. Uh-huh. Ended up being a cop that I was thinking of. Yeah, you, you right. talked about it on this on yeah, the program yeah. as well. Yes. But she thought that was intriguing. She would love the horse sheath uh, thing, the, the horse cock thing that we were talking about last week, right? She'd love that. <laughs> what? Didn't we talk I about don't that last week? I remember what we were talking about. No. Was that, maybe I'm thinking of the after that. I mean, the film vault. Unless you're talking, calling Bo Jackson a horse. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of the film vault, damn it, and the uh, Patreon episode that we did mm. talking about. Uh, we do too many podcasts. Is it so, tie into a film? Yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry to bother you. <laughs> yes. Have you? My s- apologies. Oh, sorry to bother you. Great. No. Yeah, I've heard a lot of polarizing things about that. Film. No, I cannot believe that because I have a friend who works for that company. It's amateurish, and he goes, "This movie is fucking the most unique thing we've seen in a long time, mm. and it's amazing." It's amateurish. I mean, the guy that made it is not—you can tell—he's not a cinephile. He doesn't he's a, really. He's a rapper. Yeah, he, and a comedian. Yeah, and he—he kind of got really high and. Kind of went about making this movie. I what think. other files are there besides Cenophile and? I don't know if he gets high. X, I, I would. I, it, it seems like this is definitely a movie oh, yeah. that you're right. You get you file get a cabinet. High. Pedophiles. Philo dome. Mm-hmm. Did you say pedophiles already? No, because that's one. That's a file. Yeah, but I was going to say that one and uh, Cenophile. But what other ones are besides cinnamon files? No, Tyler. Uh, after disaster files. They're out there. Eighty mm-hmm. files. Nail file. Not a lot of Anderson files. I like that. No, there's not. Especially not uh, Mike's uh, one-on-one tour. <laughs> for for show Where did you go on this one-on-one stupid. tour? Uh, we started at my apartment. Oh. And we, we finished at my apartment. <laughs> we did come over here. What? We, um, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> my, my one piece of advice to him a couple weeks ago when he was talking about this idea is do not go on a tour by yourself with a female listener. That's just... We, you, can, you can be sued. You can be so... like. 
fucked. <laughs> like that's the worst idea. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Especially if you're like financially involved, like there's a financial agreement. Like you could, be, it's a really terrible idea. I picked her up at her hotel. Did she pay you? I got to the end and I was like, I can't take it. No oh. way. She goes, you're taking it. I went, I'm not taking it. And she threw the money in my car and left. What? Well, how well, much? She she does, she does listen to your, your show. Um, I took her to a lot of places. We went to a lot. We went to the Disneyland D in the hills. We went to the UFO house. You went to the Disney, oh, the Disneyland D? Yeah. Up on how, how many hours? I don't know, but we went down into the valley. I took her to the trail. Did you I took fun? her to the bowling alley IP at. I took her to 7-Eleven got her a Slurpee. I took her to Boney Island. Boney Island is These all sound like uh, sex euphemisms. Up and down. I took her to the trail. I took her to the D in the hills. I took her to Boney Island. We got a Slurpee. Please, I pee. And she gave me $100. <laughs> I took her to Boney Island. Mike, are you a gigolo? Boney Island is like a, a front yard. Yeah. But it's got the treehouse in it. It's pretty oh, it's cool. The treehouse. So it's cool. only two blocks away. You're never taking us there. Weird. No, he took me there one day. What? We went on a walk. Yeah, we walked over there. How much did you pay him? Hundred. This is a little slurp. Hey, why didn't you? Uh, Even worse is he threw it at me and said, "Pick it up, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> is that what she said to you too when she threw the money? Uh, and did you spend a hundred bucks on gas? You think probably, easily? You probably spent like thirty on gas. How long were you driving? A little more than a half a tank. How no, no. I mean, a little less than a half a tank. How long was it? four hours i don't know but it was probably an hour and a half or so oh that's not bad traffic yeah. was light yeah oh we, we went to the uh the uh graystone mansion and oh and cool did around. you go in no but we walked around and we Th- went to this a- sounds like a four hour day how do you do this in 90 minutes the, the part is- that took the most time was when i committed to going all the way to the valley from her hotel in west hollywood and to show her Boney Island and go to 7-Eleven. When did she oh. decide that she wanted to do this? Before the show? Weeks or? ago. Weeks ago. She yeah. got literally the Mike Carano tour, not she was the there? LA tour. She got the tour of, if you yeah. like Mike Carano, well, I was desperate to, I was desperate to try to come up with something entertaining how did for you somebody. Guys, how many times did you start to go to Death Valley and then you realized <laughs> it was a bad idea? She said, uh, where's the mirror house? And I was like, it's in Palm Springs, but that's like a five-hour round trip. And I thought about it for a second. I'm like... I can't ah. imagine, Mike, that... so. You were dreading your live show. Yeah. Which yeah. is an I texted you about it. You were not in a yeah, great I was, place. I was in the worst tried, space. I tried to help a little bit. Don't, don't think I did. No, you're very nice. And then you finished and it must have been like, oh, thank God that's over with. And then what was your next like eight hours when you came home? You were like, oh, I have to give a tour to the, someone tomorrow. You must have. Michael. Where's she from? Uh, I did most of the talking. <laughs> Probably <laughs> all of it. Dude, you don't know where she's from? Somewhere near Boston, uh-huh. an hour away from Boston. Half of it, she was still at the 7-Eleven. Oh, wait. I met her husband, I yeah. think. Yeah. He didn't come? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that relationship? <laughs> nice fella. All right, we got to wrap this. Okay. <laughs> we need to wrap this yeah. fucker up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Um, God bless Aretha Franklin. I hope you somehow survive and you come out as the new 70 pound. But if she doesn't make it, how excited will you be if she gets the ultimate embalming? Oh. I said ultimate. What would she ultimate. be doing, though? Singing. Singing and playing cards. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yes. Uh, yeah. Actually, I have something to plug. What do you got? I, Our dear friend Avery. I did yes. this podcast. Love the Avery. I yeah. Think I, that I put off for... Over a year, because I'm not not like intentionally, but like, right. you know, and then I had said I would do it. And then the day of I had to cancel 
but then I finally made up for it and I did it last Friday and we had a, uh-huh. we had a lovely time. We talked about, I think it was June 1995. Is that when Batman Forever came out? Something Diamonds like that. Yeah. yeah. So we t- uh, I'd say Batman. F- yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What the hell do so I know? Check out. Yeah. Uh, What's the name of the podcast? It's called Invade the Decade. Mm-hmm. I think. I think my I episode. Followed, I follow them on Twitter. Comes out this week or might be next week. Uh, Did you watch the movie to prepare? Uh, that that comes up. Yeah. That a, a very strange <laughs> Seinfeld <laughs> episode and and some some tunes and uh, that's a lot of research to do for a podcast well that's the reason i had to cancel the first time i want to say because uh i was like yeah okay i think i can make it at two and then i realized oh i have to watch a movie was it roger moore had you never seen batman forever was roger moore diamonds are forever batman forever (laughs) (laughs) you just just snapped my brain in half it was batman forever (laughs) i think you said it's like the worst diamonds are forever no oh jesus christ uh, 1995, June 1995. Yes, uh, so that's yeah. the one where Cowabunga is screamed as, uh, as Chris. It's also, um, <laughs> when uh, Jim Carrey as the Riddler yells, "Spank me!" Why? Mm-hmm. It's such a horrible movie. It's so terrible. It's what terrible. is with the close up they do on Batman's butt when he wears the puts on the new Val suit? Homer. We know and why. They just do a shot the, the of worst, his butt. The worst part of the entire thing was like somehow Robin is like surfing. Some kind of Mr. Freeze's. Wh- no, that's wh- that's Batman and Robin. Mr. Freeze is not on <sighs> this one. That was Bat- a George Clooney one. Batman right? Forever is. Uh, oh, that's right. Yes, I hate them so much. Yeah, Batman Forever is awful though. It's not good. All right, we got to we got we got to wrap this up before I make any more mistakes. Uh, many mistakes made by me this on this episode. I, I we should erase it, most all of it. Jazz okay, is hit, uh, hit the you erase guys know the jazz is very very uh, uh, yep. only the only the best. This this episode the best kind of was jazz, like a bunch baby. of jazz musicians did yep. a ton of coke and then you gave them nothing but like uh, pots and pans and like <laughs> yeah. uh, in fairness to me I'm in a weird caffeine hole because I had like an mm-hmm. extra large coffee mm-hmm. uh, today on top of my morning coffee and I have been feeling it. actually on the way out the door Jillian's like Are you okay honey I'm like yeah you're the smart one you figured out I got slam. a lot of caffeine going running coursing through my and it's not a good like high mm, it's no like it's a, not a good high it's, it's like a headache high yeah okay it's, you guys till next week we're on the down low the after disaster you want to suck D's what I didn't mean like D's nuts because that's dumb. No, I mean like D's. everyone likes D's sucking. <laughs>